Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannon and Brooke, wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Yep. Yep. Here we are. And I think this is going to be one of those that's more entertaining this time. I'm going for the entertaining. It's also educational. I learned a shit ton. And enlightening. <laughs> it's enlightening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely enlightening. And I want to know more. So anyways. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, before we start, here is the disclaimer. This is not a therapy session, and I am not your therapist. If anything we ever talk about brings up issues or triggers anything for you, we strongly encourage you to seek some help. We do have a referral sponsor Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll share with you right now. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself. Because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. That's betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. All right, so before we get started, I'm not sure how many little ears happen to hear our podcast, but just in case, this is a topic that we do mention adult things such as sex, marriage, uh, some controversy with that. So if you're not prepared to explain this to your child or you don't like a topic like that, don't listen. Yeah, just don't listen to this episode. <laughs> but still give us five stars. Right. Yes. Exactly. Because we tried. We tried. Mm-hmm. It's not our fault you don't love it and you don't want to educate your child. That's the poor thing's five and mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's probably... an orgy? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think we're going there. But <laughs> I personally would not want to explain that to any of my children, even my 16-year-old. So. It's <laughs> oh, funny. But anyways, so... Let's get started. Here. Okay. So today will be kind of a, not really a, a therapy day as much as just an enlightening day. Enlightening, educational, and wow. Yeah, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. So we have received some stories and we've kind of combined into a topic-ish, yes. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is just read the stories first. Okay. And then, yep, you read one, I'll read the other, and then we'll just kind of, yeah, and then we kind of did research and we want to kind of talk about it. Okay. And yeah, that just works. See how much we can get wrong and how many people we can piss off because there we, we really don't know anything. Right. Yes. This is not one of our areas of expertise. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> so, 
<laughs> okay, so this was an email, and it just says, my husband became a polygamist. <laughs> and then it says, hello, ladies. I just have a story for you. I listen to your podcast, and you are always saying if you have an interesting story or a juicy story, send it in. So I decided to tell you about my crazy story. My ex-husband, and I mean ex, were married for 20 years. We have seven children. Jeez. Oh, I know. I was a stay-at-home mom. We married young, right after my husband returned home from his mission. We started our family right away. He worked as a manager for a restaurant in town and made pretty good money. We lived in a quiet neighborhood, attended church regularly, and raised our children. The kids were involved in different activities, which kept us busy running around. Over the years, my husband became very interested in researching the idea of polygamy. It seemed harmless at first. Then he wanted to meet some of the leaders of this one group of polygamists that lived several hours away from our town, but in the same state. I won't mention the name. He would drive there for the day, usually on a Saturday, and come home that night. Over time, he started spending the night. I tried to talk to him about it, but he would tell me that they were a great group of people and that I should meet them. I had no desire to be involved. He continued to attend our church and even held a position. I could tell he was changing, and he was spending more time with this group. He talked about how the founders of our church had said it was, quote, the most holy and important doctrine ever revealed to man on earth, unquote, meaning polygamy. Needless to say, we were fighting a great deal. I started counseling with a great therapist. For the first time, I was able to understand some of the issues in our marriage, not just this new polygamy stuff. He was extremely narcissistic, and I was extremely codependent. I was never able to voice my opinion, and he would remind me that he made all the money and therefore made all the decisions. I just thought that was how it worked in a marriage. He started to insist that I go with him and be part of this group. I refused to go, and this was cause another fight. He was spending more and more time away from home and missing work. His boss had called him on it. I was afraid he was going to lose his job. I think that was actually the plan, because then he decided we needed to move our family. I felt stuck. I had no education and had never worked outside the home. He reminded me of this constantly. The final straw was wanting to take my 16-year-old daughter with him to stay with this group. She was scared and confused. I found out that he would, quote, beg her to go with him and tell her it was God's plan. I got her into therapy and had to talk and had her talk to our bishop. My therapist was great. She encouraged me to reach out to my family and also talk to his family about what was going on. Over the years, he had basically forbid me to have any relationship with my family, including my parents. He had found reasons to convince me that they didn't care about us and were not healthy people. My therapist helped me understand that this is what narcissists do. It is a way to control. She put me in touch with all kinds of community resources. I met with an attorney I also, and also with my church leaders who offered to help me. 
My parents lived out of state and drove all the way to visit and help. I was feeling stronger. I finally told him that I wanted a divorce and he needed to leave. His reaction was crazy. He started packing his things and yelling about how I was going to hell and how I was going against God's greatest plan, but he left. It has not been easy raising seven kids, but we are all okay. He very seldom has any contact with the kids, which I believe is for the better. I have not remarried, not sure I want to, just busy being a mom. I have a great relationship with my family and they visit often. Life is good and normal. So there's my crazy story. It took me years to sort it all out, but I have a really good therapist and now I can share it with others. Jesus. Right? (laughs) Wow. Whoa. So it's, I feel like it's very safe to assume that this is based off of a Mormon church, Mormon couple. I think so from, I think, you know, that's a common thing when you say go on a mission. Yes. She didn't say that, but that is common in, in that LDS church Mm -hmm. to do that. And also, um, the bishop. Yeah. You know, I think other religions, but I think the bishops are, there's a lot of bishops in the Mormon church that people go to for help. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And I am not, we, we are not active in the Mormon church. You grew up as a Mormon. I grew up knowing about it. Right. Um, and it is a very common misconception that, Mormons are polygamists. Right. And it's really funny because it seems like, seriously, it can be a couple states away. Just a state that's not... Not... Not, uh, Knowledgeable about the religion. Yeah. Yeah. They Uh are automatically like, well, aren't Mormons polygamists? Uh Uh-huh. And I want to just clear the air here. No. That, no, they are not. Not anymore. Right. They used to be. Way back in the very beginning of the church. Like Mm -hmm. pilgrimage... Yeah. Time, covered wagons, time, and slightly on from there, polygamy Mm -hmm. was a Mormon thing to do. Yeah. But it has been many, 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 many years since that has become illegal and no longer a belief of the Mormon church. But there are FLDS religions that still classify, Mm -hmm. yep, classify with the Mormon religion, but they are. FLDS, Fundalist, right. Right. you know, Latter-day mm-hmm. Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are groups still here in Utah right. and other states. In Idaho. Yep, in Idaho mm-hmm. too, and that do still practice polygamy, and it is technically illegal. Right. Um, just depends on how they classify it. Right. So, yep. just because yep. there are Mormons Good. does not mean they are <laughs> polygamous. <laughs> Good clarification. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But what a crazy story. That's insane. Yeah. So we also got a story slash question. And and this is not on the same page. And that's why I wanted to include it is because it's a very controversial thing right now that people want to do. And it commonly gets confused with polygamy. And that's polyamory. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so this is a story in question in regards to that. Okay. That I'm going to include now. So. Okay. 
This story goes, hello, I'm not sure what to do and I want some help. My wife wants a polyamorous relationship. To start with a backstory, my wife and I have been together for seven years and married for four. Ever since we have been together, my wife has hinted towards wanting an open relationship, but only one-sided. So basically, she wants more men, but doesn't want to share me with other women. As the years go on, she mentions it more and more. She even goes as far as asking what I would do if she wanted to have an open relationship. But then she will quickly drop the subject as soon as I mention an open relationship would mean I could sleep with other women. We have a great relationship and I feel like we can communicate about anything. That's why I know her thoughts on wanting more men. It makes me feel inadequate and it really knocks down my self-confidence. She reassures me that it has nothing to do with me. She just has these urges that she can't explain. She has recently brought up polyamory. She has a co-worker who is. This co-worker is female, married to a man, and they have a solid long-term girlfriend. Apparently, they love this dynamic, and they are looking to move the co-girlfriend into their home. In their relationship, the two women have their own alone time with the man, but sometimes they join in with all three of them. The, I was new to the idea of polyamory and had no interest in being a polygamist. I realized that they are technically different, but it's hard to wrap my mind around it. I think my biggest hang-up is sharing my wife has never interested me. Also, I am not interested in seeing another man loving on my wife. We both love each other and want each other to be happy. I know she wants to have poly relationships, but I'm not sure I can handle that. I am perfectly happy being monogamous, but want her to be completely happy. I still can't get past the jealousy and thinking I am not good enough. I know she loves me, but it's hard convincing myself that she won't leave me for another man. If I can get her to agree that we both need to benefit from this arrangement, meaning I also get to have relationships with other women, then I may be more interested. But I know I can't sit back and watch her change everything while I am left behind. What can I do to get myself more accepting of this? How do we even start dipping our toes into this way of life? Wow. That would be so hard. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be a, that would be a tough one. It would be. And honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know how you would go around or go into accepting this or go about accepting it or. Right. Like you said, dipping your toes into it. I, I don't know. I have no idea because it goes, you know, it sounds like it just is, goes fundamentally against what he wants in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not, he's just not open to this idea mm -hmm. but it's also real interesting too that he might be open to it if he could have more women but yeah. she only wants it to be one way which i'm kind of confused about that one doesn't make sense and i think that's very unfair for her I agree. to assume that that's even okay yeah especially where and i don't know anything about him but it doesn't sound like he is bisexual in any way either mm -hmm. so another man in their life really wouldn't benefit him. It would just take away from his bucket. Right. 
I yeah, that's, that's what true. I'm assuming. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because sometimes you hear of a man and woman where the man's kind of a little bisexual and mm-hmm. maybe would be interested in having a guy, and they they find another bisexual partner that that way they can have their time and right. You know, yeah. Yeah. all needs get met, but it doesn't sound like that's his case. Or I think you would have mentioned that, right? Um. So yeah, I think if you want to try to entice your partner into becoming poly, then you need to accept that that means there will be another woman entering yeah. into his world too. Or right. there could be. There could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of poly relationships where it's four. There's two different couples who are both married that share their time, but none of them are interested in being same sex. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, they just alternate between the four man to woman, mm-hmm. man to woman. Right. Yep. And so that might be something if she could be open to that, that he would be more interested in embarking on. Right. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. But just accepting how it is, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if he has to. Yeah. And I don't know if you should. Like, yeah, you exactly. Yeah. You know, because to me, I just, that isn't fair. Right. And if she keeps insisting that it's one-sided, then maybe she needs to just do this journey by herself. Yeah. That's what I I know. That's a tough one. Yeah. Yep. And it doesn't say they have kids. I'm sure he would have mentioned that if they did. But certainly before you guys have kids, definitely get this figured out. Right. Because that certainly adds a whole other dynamic of what the hell to do. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um... I realized that I was extremely uneducated on polyamory. Okay. Um, And I know you were too. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Because um, growing up in a Mormon culture, I've always been very aware of polygamy. Because we always get blamed on being polygamists all the time. So even from a young age, I had to know what that even meant. (laughs) Um, And... I assumed polyamory until I did my research was like an open relationship or polygamy. Mm -hmm. Like as you would have said, a swingers, right? Which swingers used to be like, it is like an open relationship. You kind of all get together, kind of big orgies. You kind of constantly swapping partners and it's a whole community of. Right. Yeah. Just anything kind of goes. Right. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've had lots of clients that were swingers. Yeah, and I know mm-hmm. it still happens. It oh yeah, still ha- I don't oh, know yeah. what it, if it's still called swinging or what the new right woke term is for it, if there is one. Right. Um. But that I I wasn't aware that polyamory was not swinging, and right. that it also was not polygamy. Okay. So it's its own. It's its own thing it is okay it is and it kind of is cool i i don't think i could do it okay but i get good news for your husband good news for him (laughs) yes i mean i'm sure he would not complain about another woman coming on in i mean he'd be like great (laughs) but no that's not that's not what i am interested in but i get i do after doing the research i do understand why it's enticing for some people okay okay so you can find um, successful polyamory relationship stories. Um, 
and it can look very different for everyone, but there is a general consensus that communication is very important and that all involved parties need to be informed and respected. It's a very consensual dynamic. Okay. And you ultimately, you're looking for another partner. It's not just a random anything goes. It's more of an intimate circle. It is. Yeah. And yeah. And so you're not just multiple partners. You have like your circle could be three people, Mm -hmm. you know, or five people, but that circle pretty well stays tight. And oftentimes they do end up living together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I saw a show and it's a great show on Netflix. It's called, um, how to build a sex room or something like that. It's hilarious. It's this British old lady, not that old, but pretty old, old enough that you're like, "Mm, I don't like what you're saying because it doesn't feel right. Gam, gam. But anyways, um, but they did a whole sex basement with all the goods and stuff (laughs) for a poly couple Uh or a poly relationship. Okay. But it had nine people. Nine people. But they were exclusive. Okay, so that was their circle. Mm-hmm. So there was a husband and wife that lived at the house right. full time. Uh-huh. And then they had seven other people, both men, women, um, that would fly in or come in on weekends and they would spend long times, but they were all involved. Okay. And all exclusive. So it was very interesting right. to see that or hear yeah. about that too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very many different takes on it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that there's been more and more awareness that monogamy and the culture of monogamy isn't for everyone. I think that's why polyamory is becoming more and more, um, accepted. Okay. Because there's a lot of people that monogamy doesn't work for. And monogamy mm-hmm. means, you were married, you have your sniff, one significant other. other. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So one thing I found really interesting is the, the n- word polyamory. It is a combination of poly, which is Greek for many and amor, which is Latin for love. So it just is basically a word for having multiple lovers. And I liked that. That was kind of neat because right. I thought it was a playoff of polygamy. Okay. And it, it's not. Okay. So polygamy is where a man marries multiple women, right? Wives mm-hmm. at the same time. And when a woman marries more than one man at the same time, that is known as polyandry. Okay. Um, but basically the idea of plural marriage mm-hmm. is just po- polygamy. Right. Um, and usually with polygamy, Usually the man is the only one that benefits sexually and maybe even more than that. Mm -hmm. So, and you need to understand too, the interesting thing is polygamy is illegal. Yes. Okay. In the United States. But my understanding is how they get away from not being prosecuted is they are legally married to one wife. Mm-hmm. They are then married to their other wives in the eye of God or mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. but not a legal ceremony in which that they can be then 
arrested. And I'm thinking, well, and that's just my understanding of how in reading stuff, how they get away with doing it without being like prosecuted. Right. Although many have been, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. there are many, many countries out there and religions within countries that mm-hmm. polygamy is just the way of life. Right. It's not illegal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can do it. That's what they know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not our job to tell them it's bad or not. Right. I just, I don't know if everyone is necessarily happy in that dynamic, but that's the way they if live. If it works, it works. Yeah. But yeah, yeah in the uh-huh. United States, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. So also an important note for polygamy, um, that again, it's where a man has more than one wife, um, or, but they are not in an open relationship. Right. The, the wife does not get to sleep with anyone else than her husband. Correct. Yes. Yep. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what's fair with that? But it's not. I mean, okay, just if, say it. If, it's yeah. just not fair. No. No. Mm-mm. Nope. So in polygamy, um, the man doesn't allow, like I said, he doesn't allow his partners or wives to have any other partners outside of the relationship. Um, but the biggest difference then between polygamy and polyamory is that there aren't constraints such as that. As long as everybody is aware. Mm-hmm. Okay. An open yeah. relationship seems like it's more, and I don't know, it could be wrong. Mm-hmm. It seems like the difference between an open relationship and a polyamory relationship or polyamorous is that there's not secrets. You are looking to bring in a co. Mm-hmm. That is the same person. Yes. Because, yeah. That's yeah. so what I said. The small, it's, the person in your circle yeah okay and an open relationship is my husband gets to go out and i don't ask questions Mm -hmm. that is not polyamory okay so yep well interesting topic in that i i can only imagine that it brings up a lot of issues like this guy is struggling with Mm -hmm. his insecurities you know like making him feel inadequate or his self-confidence, his jealousy, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, you talk about open communication, but also, you know, the interesting part of that is what happens when one person really isn't on board with it. I know. You know, do you go along with it just to make her happy and try to do it? Do you just stay true to yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, because I can see that that would work if everyone was open great communication we knew kind of like i guess the rules or the boundaries or Mm -hmm. what it was going to look like yeah you know but when you're not it does bring up a whole different set of issues right when one person just is not on board with it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think one thing that you could do if you have a partner wanting it and you are not on board is Really look into the history of monogamous relationships and why, maybe why you feel like you have to be monogamous. Okay. Is it a learned cultural thing? Is it how you were raised or, you know. A religious. Is it a religious thing? Right. Right. Or, mm-hmm. you know, one of those, look at maybe why you are so against not being monogamous mm-hmm. 
and see if it is something that maybe you have just learned, but you could honestly understand why maybe it's not the only way. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense yeah, at all? Yeah, kind of more of educating yourself yeah, and looking yourself. at the whole principle behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I took a, I took an amazing um, beginners to anthropology class. And it is, it's so funny because it was in college and it's one of the few classes that I can look back on and remember so much about it because it was so interesting. Okay. And the professor did, she never opened a book. You know what I mean? She just, she was so knowledgeable. She had gone all around the world learning about cultures and stuff. Cultures and humans and where we came from and evolution and, you know, and again, there is that slippery slope and argument of evolution, science versus religion. And I'm not even getting into that, but good idea. Yeah. I don't, I'm not (laughs) educated enough to have that argument with anybody, but, um, it was really interesting to learn from her. And it was my, I, at that point in time, you know, I knew what open relationships were. I knew what polygamy was. Um, but polyamory hadn't even gone on. I don't think it was even on the radar yet. Right. Okay. As a yep. thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, not to say that it hasn't happened, but it's becoming more aware right. now mm-hmm. and people are learning more about it. Um, but anyways, my professor went into great detail and I can't remember. I think we were talking about, um, like the caveman dynamic of um, how they lived and how, you know, early humans lived before there were true societies. Okay. Okay. And I know somebody, I remember somebody asked her a question. It was basically, this was so many years ago, but it was basically along the lines of, so when did people start deciding they had to be married to one person? And she like it she lit up about this it was like she nerded out totally on this and basically (laughs) she was educating us on monogamy and being married to one person goes against everything humans naturally know and naturally want to do okay completely ran off of culture and society and expectations okay and she goes she was telling us that, um, you know, there's, there's men you've, you, I think everyone can say they've heard of a man mm-hmm. that just cannot not cheat. Right. Right. And it's like, he is a serial cheater. Yep. And he feels remorseful. He knows it's bad, but he can't stop doing it. Mm-hmm. She is saying that that is because he has too deep of a natural drive to turn it off. He has too deep of a natural drive uh-huh. to turn it off and live as culture wants him to live. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so there's really, it, it, there is a deeper thing that you could really research of like how unnatural it is to be with one partner. Okay. Solely. Yep. And that doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but. Right. There are many more ways to live. So men are more naturally inclined to wander sexually. Okay. There goes back to, it's kind of like a pride of lions is how she explained it to us. There will be a pack of lionesses 
and there might be two or three male lions circulating through many different packs of lionesses. Okay. And um, because of that, you know, women also tend to wander at times, but it mostly is primarily men. men. Okay. Yeah, primarily yep. men. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's very interesting. It's super yeah. controversial. There's lots of arguments on it, but it's interesting to think about. Right. It's like, are these people who are open to polyamory and letting new people in and just extending their love circles, are they really more understanding of us being natural humans than someone trying to be monogamous? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting way of looking at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because yeah, we've just grown up as... Humans, especially in our American culture and most cultures, that when you grow up, you get married, you know. To one person. To one person. <laughs> and right. And that is the way it works. And you stay with that person till you die. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we only think that way because that's what culture tells us. Right. So. Our culture tells us. All our cru- yeah, uh-huh. yeah, our culture our does. Culture. And, but it's not natural. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. It, very interesting topic. So it was. Like I said, it's very it's very important if you're on the fence and you are if you have a partner that wants to and you don't know where you stand, do your research. Okay. And see if you can make sense of why you feel strongly one way or another. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Explore. Explore. Yep. Where are these feelings coming from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like we were saying, polyamory has become so much more known now. Right. And it is, seems like so many different people are doing it. Mm-hmm. So if you have stories or even corrections to us, please let us know. Because yep. like we said, we're not educated. We just know mm-hmm. the very skim upper layer of things. Right. Yeah. And then other than that, we're pretending a lot. I've, I've had a couple of clients that have been in polyamorous relationships. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, one came in and said, I can't see you anymore. I'm moving out of state. And she was the girlfriend with the couple. Interesting. Uh huh. And they moved out of state to start a restaurant. Wow. Uh huh. The three of them. So I'm not sure how that ended, what happened, but yeah. um, there, when I was seeing her, she was not coming in for that reason, but she just happened to be. And she lived with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she just happened to be the girlfriend in that relationship and was just great. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, been several years ago. You know, yeah. good for them. Oh, I know. They like, figured out how to make it work and we're not only partners, but going to be in business together. And Yeah. Yep. And they probably will live long, happy, yeah. co-ed lives with each other. And yeah. great. Yep. I know. One... um. So I don't know how much you, I know you're getting better with Facebook, but like on Facebook, (laughs) getting better with technology, you are, you're growing and I'm so proud of you. Oh, good. Um, but for whatever reason, Facebook has decided that I like to watch, um, like love don't judge little segments and their little blurbs. But one that I found really interesting was, a little documentary of a poly couple. Okay. And they were the four. So they were a married couple living with a married couple. Right. Okay. Got it. But they have kids all together, but they don't disclose or know or care to know who fathers the kids. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. And wow. They have the most amazing. There's like six kids now. They have the most amazing blended family. But yeah, they don't know who the dad is. Clearly, they know who the mom is. Well, yeah. But they don't know who fathers the children. And they don't care to. And everybody is mom and everybody is dad. Wow. Listening to their dynamic and how many parents per kid there, you know, or how many parents to parent all of these kids and support and get them ran around. And it just sounded like the most blissful dynamic for parenting a large group of kids. Right. Yeah. And it was like, they just, that is how they live. And in that family too, they were not bisexual at all. Okay. You know, and so it was just always, they just rotated with whoever wanted to commingle with who and it was just wow. that was just how they lived their life yeah it's just so interesting I'm just, it is interesting like i would have a hard time be not being jealous but then also you look into is jealousy learned based off of our culture right yep and it's a sense of ownership that we're not ever meant to have who knows yeah, who knows it just who knows super it is deep def- stuff guys yep it was an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed it. I like learning about things like that that I honestly didn't know. Right. And I like learning about stuff that really makes you stop and think Thinking. like, wow. Yeah. Why think is, outside the box. Yeah. Why right. is it we do this? Right. So. Yep. So we appreciate the stories. That opened up some fun dialogue. Yeah, it really it did. did. It really did. And like I said, um, sound like a broken record, but write in and tell us if you have further information or a deeper understanding or want to correct us on something or you're in a polyamorous relationship and let us know how it's going and Mm -hmm. And you know with some of the dynamics say as a therapist I'm interested in the dynamics that it brings up Mm -hmm. for each individual yeah you know what I mean and if you guys have lived through maybe the beginning stages like our um second email Mm mm-hmm how he is trying to wrap his brain around that. If you've been through that yeah, and you have advice one way or another, send it and send we will it. share it. Yeah. And just, just make a note in there of this is to address yeah. this listener and we can either put you in contact or we can read it out on the air. Right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But let us know if you have a way you can help too, because it's very interesting. And like we said, we're, we're really not aware of all of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening again. And I just, as a reminder, we have a Patreon. Um, you can find the link to that in our show notes. And what we offer with our Patreon is there's a few episodes a month, like every other episode or every couple episodes, um, we'll have extended content on there just for our patrons. Yep. And we appreciate your support. And, uh, I guess we'll catch y'all next time. (laughs) 